You are now tuned in to the Addicted to Success.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next level game changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on Addicted to Success.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and today I have a special guest by the name of Peter Kelly. I'm bringing it on for the second time because Peter and I were jamming out in a conversation uh, recently, and she brought up a really good point about millennials and how millennials are so needed in this world today and how we are the forefront runners of what it means to be successful and how we can do it in such a different way, in such an effective way in this day and age. So, Peter, I'm so excited to have you here. Let's jam out for like 15, 20 minutes. Let's just give them what you got. And, uh, yeah. you know, for those that don't know Peter, she was a millionaire at the age of 25. She is a uh, transformational leader. She runs a mastermind group called The Supercharged, which is absolutely amazing. She features people like Lisa Nichols and Preston Smiles and Lexi Panos. And uh, I, I was invited to speak there as well. So thank you, Peter, for that. And uh, Peter, we've got a new event coming out in Scottsdale, Arizona called The New Way Live with me, you, Preston and Alexi uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona, May 27th and 28th of this month. Go to peterkelly.com slash the new way live to pick up your tickets now. They're just about to sell out. So get on it because we're going to rock the stage for two days straight. Peter, tell them why yeah. millennials are so in- damn important in this day and age. Uh-huh. You know what? Like that that event, uh, when you just were talking about that, this is what I'm going to let rip on in the first hour of it. And I don't even know how I'm going to do it without bawling my eyes out and sweating because it is just something that is so hot on my heart right now. Mm. And that's why it's like I'm just I'm just hoping everyone at the New Way Live like literally is bracing themselves because it is going to be like when we say let it rip, I, I mean it's going to be like let it freaking rip from the cells to the cells. And it's so hot for me because the, the millennials are, we are millennials and I have this deep love and compassion for millennials because I understand them and I understand the heart of the collective of our generation. And it's like we hear a, a fair bit, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's just this generational thing. You know, there's some people who think that Gen Y is so entitled and they're so um, ill-mannered and they don't do things like the, the olden days and, you know, they need to do this a little bit better and they need to do this a little bit better and, you know, they're, they're losing their sense of community and, and, you know, everyone has something to say about what Gen Ys aren't doing right. And I think what I really love to shine a light on is what Gen Ys are doing so beautifully and so revolutionary and in a way that uh, really is moving us forward like like not a lot of people can notice and not a lot of people recognize. And I just want to make a stand and be a stand for Gen Y and the millennials and just to speak up for their heart so that people can understand, well, what goes on behind the scenes? If you don't spend time with Gen Y behind the scenes, what are they thinking about? What are they talking about? What are they doing? And it really is really remarkable, the mindset and the attitudes of the Gen Y leaders right now who are stepping up to create a new normal. And like we know, everybody everybody has this freaking phrase, I want to change the world. Like I've heard that more times than I've freaking had hot dinners. And it gets to the point where it's like, okay, cool. What are you doing about it? Like what are you doing about it? Do something about it. And then when I look, and this isn't to say like every, I honor every freaking generation. The people on surrounding me in my office right now are all 
um, either passed away or you know way older than me like that's where we draw our inspiration from but let's let's stop for a minute and instead of looking at gen y's as, as people who are doing it a little bit wrong and weird let's stop and realize that 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 weird is actually their strength and what we are doing is is doing something about it and I just always want to be, um, I just always want to, uh, although we are very aware generation for the most part, and I don't speak for everyone, uh, there is so much power in Gen Y. You know, we, uh, we, we know how to collaborate and it's something that not, not all generations know how to do. And that's just a freaking fact. When you look at uh, the people in our space, Joel, you look at how, you know, all the people who are stepping up to be uh, a transformational leader or, you know, whatever you want to call it in this space. The number one priority for us is collaboration. Here, I'm having this event. Come and do it with me. I don't want to do it on my own. What are you doing? How can I support you? You know, what can we do? And the conversation is always about, always about reaching impact. Mm. And it's, it's always about being on the cutting edge. And it's always involving how we can give back to the planet. Never how we can take more from the planet. And so there's these conversations which are all about the new way, which is why we have this event, new ways to do business, new ways to explore our spirituality and our consciousness while not judging anyone else for theirs, new ways to lead boldly, new ways to interact with our audience um, that doesn't put us on a pedestal, you know, like it's new ways to... Um, to give new ways to do business, new ways to be an entrepreneur, new ways to hustle in, in a way that really is moving the direction of bringing everyone together and not separating everyone. So I think, you know, if I can just shine a light on some of the beautiful things that are really going on behind the scenes and what our generation really is working towards, I think people will be really proud of the millennials of this world rather than really quick to criticize them, you know? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, it's a little bit of a biased answer, but because I am a millennial, but I believe it because I've seen it. And I've been in the self-development industry for more than five years now, going very, very deep, connecting with the older generation and the current generation and the younger generation. And really it's needed. It's absolutely needed to reach up, to reach out and to reach down. And so a lot of people don't yeah. do that. They just like are reaching up, trying to get like mentored by somebody else instead of actually realizing that the power and the strength is really in the numbers of the people that are around you right now. And you can also inspire mm-hmm. others that are that are coming up too. Like I love reaching out to 14, 15, 16 year olds and really giving them a, a fresh foot, like a, just a great start in their life and opening their mind early on in age. You know, I, uh, I was kicking it with uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith yesterday. And he said to me, he said that a lot of people in his space, in his generation, he's noticed they've matured quite a lot recently. They talk more about love and contribution and giving back. He said he didn't see that many years ago. Uh, and I said to him, yeah. I said, you know what? Us as millennials are in, in such a great uh, position now because we've, we can learn that from you and apply that already so early on yeah. in life. You know, and he said, yes, 100% he agrees. So we are, yeah, we have yeah. a unique opportunity to run with the best of the best and with the best advice yeah. and to learn from others and to really move forward and make a difference in the world in, so, in even a, a more of an impactful way than anyone has ever done it. Yeah, I just love that. And I, I love Michael Bernard Beckwith so much. And um, one of my mentors, Cynthia Kersey, who is friends with Michael Bernard Beckwith as well, she she says to me, she teaches me so much. All of my mentors um you teach me so much for, you know, and it's generational. They teach us. This is what I learned. This is what I see for the future. And it's so much wisdom that we can apply. And I think, you know, what, what's important for us to remind everyone is we so apply it and we so cherish 
everything that we learn. And it's about um, translating that and using our own intuition and our own guidance to make it something practical and applicable for the kids. And it, you know, when we say, whose turn is it now? You know, some people would skip right to the children. It's the children's turn. But whose turn is it really to be the bridge between um, the people who went before us and the children? It's us. It's Gen Y. We're the bridge. We're the ones who are translating. And we're the ones who are being the example. So, you know, it's our turn. It's very much our turn. And it is our turn for the children, not for ourselves. It's like, this is why we care so much because it's like, okay, cool. You know, like we don't want to do it because we we don't want to create this new normal because, you know, we want to become a kid again. We want to do it so that when children are born into this world, like we just want to pass on the baton in the best way that we possibly can. And 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 that's why it's our turn for the children because we are the bridge. We are the we are the now. We are the example. We are the you know we're the ones to set the stage for them. And and as you know, Joel, the kids are so freaking powerful. The crystal kids, you know, the rainbow children. They are unlike anything, and that's what's required for our evolution. But for it, it's almost like we know that the next most powerful generation is coming. We know that they are going to do remarkable things, but we can't wait for them to get to their 20s and 30s. We've got to, we've got to help them out and we've got to get the ball rolling and we've got, to, we've got to make our stamp on the world as well and not just be discounted as this generation of, you know, we're good at tech and we're good at being on our phones and we're good at this. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. No, we are so freaking heart-centered, so creative, so collaborative, and so genuinely we, we give a shit about the planet and about each other and about bringing everyone together. So I think the direction we're moving in is beautiful, mm-hmm. and I think that we, we've always got to make sure our focus is there. You know, let's be aware of what's going on in the world. We get it. You know, there's, there's some crazy shit going on in the world. Great. But our focus is on all of the beautiful things that are going on in the world and, and all of the stuff that's going right because I feel like as a collective, we really, we really do have to honor that a little bit more because there is so much going right. Yeah, amen to that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of outrageous pain, but there's also a ton of outrageous love. Like right now, I'm seeing so many people popping up in my Facebook stream, my Instagram stream that are like raising money to help people around the world because they have that connection now. I'm able to link with people yeah. internationally. You're able to link with me. You're out in Scottsdale. Yeah. When I was back in Australia, we were jamming out on another podcast session. Um, I yeah. was on set with, uh, you know, the, the movie that you and I are in and Preston Lexi uh, are in, Rise Up. I was on set with Lisa Nichols and Tony Robbins and a number of these amazing, uh, like, legacy, let's call them legacy leaders, right? And are, what I yeah. realized was that even they were spreading the same message. I was sitting there in the chair saying yeah. things like, you know, this isn't about me. This is about we. And this isn't about our generation. What we do today is yeah. for the next generation. And we're saying the same thing. It's hilarious. Like we're, we as millennials are sitting there yeah. going, it's not about us. It's about the next generation. And then the next generation is starting to catch on and go, oh, wow. That's like yeah, how yeah. I want to play when I get there too. Oh, it is so true. And I love Lisa. Like Lisa coaches me. And just this week, we're, ha- we're having this conversation. And, you know, she got me to, to get up and, and just deliver my opening for the New Way Live, which I don't. I don't have yet, you know, like written down and, and it just had to come purely from the heart. Why are you here and what do I want to say to you, millennials? And keeping in mind that I'm talking to everyone who vibes with that, not just people of a certain age group. It is a message to the world. It's a targeted message to our generation, but it's a message to the world and everybody is welcome to play. Everybody, everybody. And Lisa took took what I said and restructured it in a way that 
she understood and it is the same message. It was so beautiful that she understands what I'm saying. With her wisdom, it, it is one message being expressed through all of us differently. And it's it's just beautiful that I love watching Gen Y express it in their own way, which is so freaking weird, but it's the same message. And it's just, it makes me just so proud to watch, you know, people who are, people who are, who are our peers. I love, I love, I just love being a part of um, a, a collective tribe of people who, you know, they they don't give a shit about rules, but they do give a shit about each other. Yeah, yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, Peter, let's talk strategy real quick. Um, I get yeah. a lot of millennials, and you do too, that are coming to us that are saying, "Hey, I want to be a, a a speaker, or I want to start shooting videos, and I want to play in the online space." Could you share like a few things that a millennial that's in that space is aspiring to want to be influential as a leader? Uh, a few things that they can start actioning now to really get themselves on the fast track to becoming a better leader uh, for millennials. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to dive into this in the new way live. I've got a model. It's called the anatomy of your genius. And it's like a, a model which essentially shines a light on what is your genius? How do we turn your light up? How do you stop getting distracted and getting caught up in overthinking? And again, I'm not, I don't have two hours to go into all of that now. So that's why everybody has to get their freaking booty to the event. But um, to give you a snapshot, what we need to do strategy-wise is to zoom in on us. Because there's two questions here. Are we here to change the world or are we here to change ourselves? Well, firstly, we're here to understand both and we're here to improve both. But we can't get so caught up in the bigness of changing the world that we forget that we have to tidy up as well. And I think the, the biggest and most important thing we can do, and this is what I, why I love being part of the Rise Up movie, is to rise up. And how do we do that? And it does come down to really practical things. You know, listening to the clues, listening to where is it that my time should be? Am I, um, am I creating territorially in terms of am I creating from the alignment of my soul or am I trying to create to fit in with some sort of false hierarchy in the world. So I think what we want to encourage young people to do, and again, we'll go over this at the event, is to get so clear on what it is that is their distinct natural ability, DNA, distinct natural ability, what are they are born to do that is so beautifully gifted to them so that they can live in this alignment and mastery that many of us don't ever get to because we're trying to play other people's games and we're trying to be good at what other people are good at and we're trying to kick ass at everything. And when we can stop, and we can put um, a value on just stopping and listening and following the clues and eliminating distractions and delegating better and becoming wildly productive in our craft and wildly productive in that alignment that um, alignment that perhaps we're not in because we're trying to be good, like I said, at, at other people's stuff or when we can when we can commit to living in that zone, and I love the big leap that says it, commit to living in our zone of genius and spending more time in our gifts and spending less time trying to be everything for everyone and to fit into everyone's mold of good and success, then that, that process of creating and that process of living and that example, that, that really is how we're turning our light up. And when we're turning our light up and we are that lamp, like Marianne Williamson says, 
we are just we're a lamp that is literally plugged into electricity which is god the universe the divine we, we switch ourselves on we commit to being a lamp so that we can turn it up turn it up and turn it up and just light everybody up and it sounds cliche but that's how it works plug in Stop getting distracted, you know, stop, stop, which is hard to say for an ADD entrepreneur like us. And I mean, like me, I'm sitting here doing, like picking my nails, flicking hair off and talking to you at the same time. It's hard not to get distracted, but, but it's like, but the big stuff, what do you, what, where are you, where are you not, where are you afraid? You're afraid of being ridiculous. You're afraid of being, you're afraid of the fact that you don't know where the money's going to come for this project. We're afraid of so many things, but the thing we're the most afraid of is that it might just work that we may just find that click that helps us live in that zone of genius and, be, and makes us on the path to being masters of it. Just like all the people we look up to, like Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and Nikola Tesla, that's in all of us if we just stop trying to play everyone's game and stop and go in. And I heard the other day someone said, like, when, if, we, if we're playing in these bullshit hierarchies that don't exist, we're looking up, we're looking down. We're looking up at people we think are better and we're looking down at people we think are not as good as us. And that's just hierarchies don't exist. And when we can start creating from this place of I don't – it doesn't matter about what anyone else is doing. I'm creating in my territory of my unique gifts that nobody can touch. When we create and we play and we live from that space, we are untouchable. And – that is where we need to be at individually is, is, is playing our own game so that we can be more for everybody else rather than trying to be more for everyone else and missing the point and missing the opportunity to – it's like, the, like Elizabeth Gilbert says, you know, I, I feel like the universe puts these little gifts in us and sees if we can uncover, what, you know, where they are. And, and I feel like – I seriously – Feel this, Joel. And again, I mean, mm. you can probably feel the intensity of this event is going to be. Yeah. But I feel everybody knows what their distinct natural ability is. But they, they don't know and they don't have the courage to design their life around it yet because they're scared of being ridiculous. They're scared of the money not coming. They're scared of what their family is going to think. They're scared of evolving past their friends. They're scared of all this stuff. They, they know what their distinct ability is. So then they spend their time doing these jobs and, and shit that doesn't mean anything to them and trying to change the world at the same time. But then we're missing the key part. Where's your lamp? What are you plugged into? Mm. Are you wasting the gift? So this is why it's like at the New Way Live, the, the beginning, I'm going to ask people, what is the freaking purpose here? Is it to change the world or is it to change ourselves? And are we missing a key part? And living in your zone of genius, you know, you say no a lot, but you're saying yes to so much bigness and, and so, much, um, so much that we just we can't even touch Unless we give ourselves permission to, to to turn our lamp on lighter, plug in more, and and stop trying to be, um, stop trying to be other people's definition of success, and just play in our own territory of greatness, because that's what's that's what's going to change the world. Yeah. Changing the trying to change the world is not what's going to try and change the world. <laughs> I love that. You know how many times I hear people say, "I want to change the world." It's like, hmm. yeah. Start we with what you're world. really yeah. good at. <laughs> but like, I want to change Slow the world. Slow down, Africa Superman. Hate. Yeah, that's it. I want to change the world. I want to change the world. I want to change the world. And behind the scenes, it's just like, you know, it's, I mean, where does it begin? We just have to be so fucking honest with ourselves, you know? Yeah. Excuse the French. Preach. The Australian. Preach, Peter Keller. But we Preach. just <laughs> we have to be so honest with ourselves and just be like, hey, you know, in 20 years' time, 
Am I going to really give a shit about the likes I got on Facebook? Like, am I really going to give a shit about what my meme looked like? Am I really going to give a shit? No, like, there, there is this bliss that, again, I, I touch it sometimes. I'm still working on it, but there's this bliss we can touch, which comes from playing in our own territory and honoring God, the divine, the universe so much that we are going to uncover the potential that we really have, which is infinite. But it's like, I, I feel like we have to think about in 20 years time and we look back, if we're still doing what we're doing now, if we are not leaping where we need to leap, are we going to be happy in 20 years time when our head hits the pillow? Are we going to feel like we've been on this big rampage of trying to change the world and really we've, we've denied ourselves of the greatest gift and the greatest gift is tuning in and, and creating from our own territory? Like it's... Uh, like you know, I know for us, Joel, our own territory. When we when we zoom in and create from our own territory, how many people do we touch? And when we try and be everything to everyone, we're just like this. You know, it, it doesn't work that way. So I think we we got to get the order right, and that's that's what we're gonna go into at the event. Yeah. Wow. 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 My mind's blowing, Peter. I, you know how deep I Good. go with things. <laughs> my mind just blew. So <laughs> yeah, a few points real quick. Um, I believe it. You know, when I focused on my business, Addicted to Success, when I focused on the Joel Brown brand and just like really sat with myself and I meditated on it, really. I sat, closed my eyes off, yeah. removed distractions and really got deep with like, who is Joel Brown? Like, who am I? Why am I here? Asked myself some really important questions. I started to really bring more of myself out and people fall in love yeah. with that. People are like, wow, this yeah. is different. It's not, it, it, I say it over and over again. I'm going to say it again. I say it on nearly every podcast. It's easier to be different than it is to be better. And so, so many people right now in this space yep. are trying to be better. Screw better. Better than what? Better than who? That chair that you're trying to yeah. sit on is for somebody else. Don't sit on that person's chair. Mm-mm. Right? Yeah. And no one's keeping Love it warm that. for you. You're that one that has to go and sit on your own chair to, to, yeah. to see what it's like to be there so that the world can see, okay, this person's the real deal. They're willing to step up and take a risk. And it's really about courage. You want to be a leader? Be yeah. courageous. Go first. Take risks. Show oh. up as you fully 110%. Not as anybody else, because mm. that won't work. And so my mm. uh, friend who I'm with right now, Javon Langford, he, he said something really incredible the other day when we were holding a workshop together. He asked each and every individual in the room, he asked, are you renting your space or are you owning it? Yeah, and wow. I, even I had to get real with myself and I said, no, not fully. I'm not fully owning my space. And so I sit with myself each yeah. day and ask myself, am I owning my space right now? Am I really showing up as me 100%? And so if this is a message... You know how Peter said you got to create in your own territory and, you know, you got to own your space now. I think yeah. really that's you know, something you take away for sure. You know what, Joel? And this is, this is something that really lands for me when I think of this. You are untouchable in your own territory. Nobody can touch you. Nobody can, like, no one can distract you. No one can trick you. You are untouchable touchable in your own territory there is no need to be driven by anything other than you know the direction of your greatest gifts and and that is freeing to not be looking up to not be looking down to not be looking sideways unless you're just going to congratulate people and cheer them on and it's like we've got to get out of this comparison and we've got to get out of this need for approval because as we know the people who get the most approval are the ones who seek it the least so it's it's remembering that when you do go to work, and it doesn't happen overnight, but go to work every day, like Javon said, I love that, on owning your space and creating from that place, then 
you're untouchable and d- deeply, truly untouchable. Yeah, 100%, 100%. A lot of people are waiting to be validated. It's like, forget validation, be valuable. And the way you do that mm-hmm. is by just like owning who you are and getting out and taking the action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's true. Everybody I follow and everyone I look up to, they are so uh, out there. They, they just don't care. And that's why for me, I've stopped filtering myself when I want to say shit or I want to say something. I, I let it out because I know that if not, I'm trying to play in someone else's space who is a little bit more perhaps um, groomed than me, I would say. I don't want to play in that space. No, I am rough. I am rough around the edges. You know where we grew up. We grew up in the hood, Joel. You know, it's like it's, that's where we, that's, that's me. And my tribe is going to be people who get that. I don't want to vibe with people who are going to be offended by that. Yes, I do want, I love you and appreciate you, but my deepest work, I can't send a different message and be, and deep down be, you know, desiring a different audience. It's got to match up. You know, I want, so that's why it's like, if you're trying to serve everyone, you're not serving anyone. So the, the fastest and quickest way to be able to attract the people that you're meant to serve is to show up as you. And when you're showing up as you, that, you're that shiny magnet. The universe isn't going to get it wrong. It's not going to put anyone in front of you who's not meant to be there. there there's nowhere for, nowhere for messing it up there. So I think, you know, authenticity isn't easy for everyone. And I think being Australian, and I say it all the time, it's easier for us. That's our culture. You know, it's say whatever. You, don't, you know, there's no offending anyone in Australia, really. In other parts of the world, it's a little bit different. And that's why, that's why I'm grateful to be Australian because we don't, we don't tend to have that, um, Hang up. that trouble. Yeah. 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 But that's what I wish for others too. And we, we all got work to do. We've all got work to do. But this is again, Joe, an example of it is I won't speak on stages where I don't feel free to let it rip because then I will be not living in my zone of genius. Yes, speaking on stage is my zone of genius, but not letting it rip in my authenticity, that's not doing my gift. That's doing my gift on a disservice. So that's why it's like, you know, you can pass up opportunities that are taking you away from your highest purpose and your highest purpose might even be this little, you know, this this little um, tiny little, what would you call it, tweak. It might just be the difference between which stage am I on, mm-hmm. you know, am I going to yeah. get on every stage or am I going to get on the stage which which allows me to do my work in all of its authenticity. Yeah. And when you own your kingdom, when you own your arena, you decide what stages you want to be on. You can, you can actually mm-hmm. control your world a lot better. And the thing as well, you were talking about lamps before and all that. Um, there was uh-huh. a cool analogy that I, I remember reading in a book. I think it was called uh, something like the, the greatness of achievement or the science of great achievement. And uh, the analogy in the book was that if you aren't coming with the right frequency, the right energy, the right level, the right direction you need to play at in whatever field you want to master. It's like having the wrong frequency and sticking a light bulb in. It's going to blow that light bulb up. It's not going to light the room. It's not going to really like do what it needs to do. So it's matches, matching mm-hmm. the frequency and knowing that it's it's who you are, what you've actually become, not yeah. what you actually have, not physical mm-hmm. material, like actually what you have in you. And I was saying to you yeah. before, before we jumped on this call that like, I know I'm living in my purpose because it pisses me off when I have to go to bed every night. And I, when I wake up, I just want to jump yeah. out of bed and run, run the day. Like uh, Warren Buffett says, tap dance to work, right? It's not even oh, work. It's it. my purpose. And I love it. And there's yeah. so much energy there and it's intrinsic motivation. The highest form of motivation is duty motivation, mm-hmm. not external motivation. 
Yeah. And it's not it's not so much outcome driven. It's di- it's direction driven. It's mm-hmm. like I'm moving in the direction. You know what? This plan I had for this project, it might not be that project that I get to, but it's the direction you're moving in is just perfect. And uh, there's I just want for everyone, and again, we're all working on that, but I want for everyone to know that bliss and I want for everyone to really know that that is available to everyone. Some people just get distracted and some people just laser in and that's the only difference. Yeah, yeah. And this is the thing too, commit to your to your vision, commit to your purpose, draw a line in the cement. Don't draw a line in the sand, draw a line in the cement and commit to it because mm-hmm. as you're going along that journey, it becomes more scenic. The longer you stick to it, it becomes more scenic. The, the views become more epic. <laughs> it's climbing the mountain. Yeah. It just gets better and better and better. It's a little bit harder, but that's okay because it's worth the view at the top. Oh, it is. And then when you get to the top, guess what? you got to go back down and climb a different mountain. It's like <laughs> the conversation we were having before we got on. It was like I've had a really crazy week and tough week. And I, and I love that. Uh, I love life for reminding us that – you're never, ever, ever going to make it mm. to anything. You know, there's going to be days where you have your best day and your shittest day in one day. That's life. You can be in your greatest flow and then, you know, that's that's just all part of it. But we're never, it, it's all good because this key word, direction, it's not outcome, it's direction. And, mm. you know, that's why that's why it's being self kind to yourself is so important as we go through this and and just knowing like you said if you've drawn the line in the cement and i just freaking love that it's like you're committed to the mission you're committed to the direction you're not tied to any outcome so so let it go let it go and just keep moving in the direction you know things are going to show up that you know like i was telling you about this this thing i'm going to invest in which is so important to me it's it's moving the direction of that being being so open and flexible to to life and and knowing that the direction is more important than the the stiff thing on the other end. Yeah, that's right. Direction and also determine what is the level you want to play at. There's a lot of people playing at level two right now, going in the direction they they want to go in, but they don't know they're going at level two. Get real with yourself, like really drop in with yourself and go: Am I playing at the best ability that I could be playing at? Am I going level 10 with this? Am I ready to master or am I just dabbling? So level, uh, direction and level, yeah. Do you know what I love? And I I heard Lisa Nichols say this at the Mastermind last week. She said, your confused state is impressing other people because (laughs) your confusion is their clarity on the best day. Wow, that is powerful. So what if you stopped getting confused? Stop thinking that you're doing a good job. Like, you know, like, Stop, uh, stop thinking that you're you're crushing it, just because you're confused. Like, stop thinking that you're playing at your best. I think is the way to say it. Mm. When your confusion is other people's clarity, R- hold yourself to a higher to a higher standard. Don't measure your standard. That's so funny, Lisa, because just text me exactly as I said that. How funny is life? Hold yourself to a higher standard. And don't don't um, play at seventy percent just because you're confused is another person's clarity. Yeah, yeah. Get clear. Remove the fog from your life so you can see further down the trail, so you know where to go. Yeah, Peter, this has been a rocking conversation. Like, really, really has super authentic, super just flowy, and there's that ease there. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get on stage with you and rock it at the New Way Live event. Just uh, drop the. Uh, where they can pick up the tickets, drop it real quick with them so that they know where to go. 
and so they don't yeah. miss out. Guys, get it. Uh, like, I just get so sad for people who have post-event regret because it's like, oh, you knew about the event. I just want to slap people and say, when are you going to learn like to move your booty? So my advice to everyone is move your freaking booty. This event is going to be the event that you leave and your cells are different. You're going to have notebooks full, but your cells are going to be different, and that's more important. So it's peterkelly.com forward slash the new way live. And um, yeah, it's I, I'm so pumped, Joel. I'm so grateful you can join me there. I'm so grateful Preston Lexi can join me there too. It's like this is finally um, becoming a reality, and, I, and it's just so cool that we can have um, you know our tribe in front of us for a really real, authentic team huddle. And you know, just it's going to be wild. Amen to that. It's going to rock. Yeah, yeah. Come and party with us. Shake hands. Connect. You know, there, there's. it's not just about us. There's going to be some incredible people in the room too. And you're going to create incredible friendships and relationships. Like the events I've gone to in the past, uh, they've been very broad on what the actual topics are. And, you know, I've met some people and I'm still friends with them today. But I'm actually really looking forward to meeting everybody in the crowd myself at this one. So be a part of that too, because you just know, never know. Like that person sitting next to you could be your next business partner, could be your lover, could be whoever, right? It could actually absolutely change the game. And so that's where a lot of the value comes in is, is showing up and being there around like-minded individuals that have just so much like power for power and just bring energy to new ideas and uh, new journeys. So Peter, thanks a million yeah. for joining us. Appreciate you so much. And uh, yeah. Get down to Scottsdale, guys. Thanks, Joel. Thanks, Joel, for having me. I'm so pumped to see you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.